Firstly, Sakina, let me say to Ms. Dibin, and I hope she's listening, we, by yesterday, six o'clock, neither my office in Pretoria nor in Cape Town, nor state attorneys have received the papers that she's talking about. So that's the first thing. Um, I hope they would arrive this morning so that we can look at the merits of what they are raising. When I got into office, um, Sakina, I got a letter from Ms. Dibin, specifically. Um, on the matter. And I have indicated, because immediately after that, we had a court judgment. So we might have had a delay in the department in response throughout the years, but currently the challenge is specifically because we have a judgment that has impacted on Section 34 determination. Now, we as a department, and this is my response in a letter to Ms. Dillin, to say following the court judgment that was on nuclear, because it had implication to all other sources of energy, specifically on determination. We are applying our mind, and remember, this is in June. We are applying our mind, we are looking at what the implication is so that we can look at the process. Now, that's what currently we are dealing with to be able to determine. But the second issue that I need to flag is that for you to be able to say we need so much capacity in this area, in this area, in this area, in either city of Cape Town, in city of Etegwini, in Bloomfontein, you need an energy plan that says this is our projection. Now, how do you issue Section 34 determination before the IEP in the in, uh, an integrated energy plan and integrated an energy resource plan? They are released because that's that's it does not there's no logic because you have no clue you can end up with everybody having electricity everywhere or energy sources that is in excess people investing and wasting their money now that's what the minister of energy has a duty to do to ensure that the supply or in terms of planning in terms of building in terms of the even both renewable uh, coal and everything we plan properly according to the demands of our country otherwise all everything that we have done in investment and remember Mr. Lin, what he she is spending in Cape Town, it's still what comes into the national fiscal. We as the Department of Energy, we allocate money into the city of Cape Town. So what we do, it has to synchronize with the whole country. You can't because I am city of Cape Town. I want to operate independently outside the country's plan. It can't work like that. So, Mr. Lil, and I would appreciate, I would have appreciated if Mr. Lil was not happy with my response letter to either request a meeting where we can sit, engage, because we are all government, whether national, provincial, or local. We remain one government. We take in from one source of funding, which is the fiscal that is derived from taxpayers. And it's the same communities and it's the same taxpayer that is paying for all our services and all what we do, whether it's national or province or local, especially on electricity and generation capacity. Minister, an entire process had already been embarked upon. ESCOM had even gone uh, to the extent of applying to the National Energy Regulator uh, to buy this additional renewable energy, and um, that would have been uh, 2015. And then you had winning bidders, and they have committed 58 billion rand in investment over 37 projects. What does this mean for them? Exactly my point, Sakina, because what uh, Mayor Dilil wants to do is even outside what we have already contracted. 
So this is, will be additional to what we have that we're trying to sort out. Currently, as, as the country, because of the technical recession that we are in, whether it's now recession, and then the issue of uh, slow economic growth, there isn't high demand in terms of electricity. This is how I, I, I hope I have enough time, Sakina, to explain to your listeners. This is how it works. So in terms of ESCOM, they would have to pay the people who are giving them electricity because an independent power producer in the current form, they will build, then they will connect to the national grid. When they connect to the national grid, ESCOM will have to utilize that. If ESCOM does not utilize Sakina, you still, they still have to pay. Now, in terms of that, all those costs, what it does, it goes back to a consumer because ESCOM has to recover the cost through a tariff. We can't afford higher tariff increases for our consumers. That's why I'm saying I'm appealing for rationality. I'm appealing for cool-headed so that we can all sit around the table and do what is right for the whole country. Plan properly, implement so that our consumers as the end producers are not impacted upon negatively because if we are not rational in what we are doing, we are going to end up with high cost of electricity in this country, unnecessarily so, because of not proper planning and not proper putting things in place. So we have to, we still committed to implementing what we have signed in terms of the independent power producers that we have signed. We are working on the model. For example, part of what we are looking at is to say, how do we go back? Because remember during the time of lynching, there was suppression of industries. Are we able to go back to those industries and say, can you expand your production? Can you expand your work? Are we able to go and look within our region in terms of studies and say, can we export electricity? So that when we have access, even those power, independent power producers can still be able to benefit. But with us not having an excess of electricity that we do not know what to do with, but we can be able to either export, expand our industries so that they are able to consume what we are supposed to use. We have to leave it there. Minister of Energy, Mamuluku Kubai, ending uh, that segment about uh, the independent power producers and uh, the city of Cape Town's bid to actually procure renewable energy.